I thought you was gonna start. <laughs> oh shit! I thought you was gonna start. No, I'm just, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Uh, hey. Welcome to another edition of Cloud Conversations. I got the homie with me tonight, so I'm happy to kind of get the band back together. Loriana, what's up, man? What's up? What's up? Happy to be here. Cloud Conversations in full effect. About to kill it for this new year, man. I can't wait. I know. It's like the originals is on here right now. You oh man, I mean? it's meant to be. And we were just talking about yeah. how. When did we start this? Actually, it was like last summer. It was October, October of last year. Yeah. Oh shit. Was when we put our first episode out. Yep. Dang. Yeah, and uh, the funny thing about it, what we was talking about before here, um, was kind of this what we want to talk about tonight. About a year ago at this time. So if you guys want to go back through the archives, we kind of had a similar conversation, and I love the fact that like we're right back here again, like. Full needing to give people that friendly reminder again you know what i mean right yeah uh, and it's interesting uh, so this is a premiere of our go ahead it's a premiere of our first video together actually so this together, is kind of exciting yeah, yeah. so this gonna be fucking great you, you ain't gonna get no pussy off this you're gonna try to get some pussy off this all right you're already yo i'm single 34 just let me know yeah, you're gonna try <laughs> to get some. I'm, just, I'm just playing man what you been up to though man before we get into like the serious serious lesson teaching and shit let's let's get right. the fun stuff out of the way no no i'm still doing same old same old but like with a little twist so you know uh on my spare time I, I flip books on amazon and ebay and try to just go that whole route of flipping shit but on my own podcast this is where I've, uh you've actually branched me out to do video so i've been kind of practicing video on that podcast and just kind of letting it all out which i'm still warming up to which i still have to admit this is really fucking weird yeah it's a uh it's a different kind of experience and it was something i had to deal with too uh i I told you about it like it's uh people don't understand like there's a few different like boundaries when it comes to life and like what we need to do um for the public right so i always tell people yo podcasting is way harder than you think like you think you know exactly yeah you just go in here and talk right and right there was times where we would do interviews and have guests on and they would have uh we didn't have the video on so it's just the audio and yeah still you could tell they were very very nervous right, right. the video is like that times 10 oh yeah. you know what i mean yeah so it's uh it's one of those things though it's like riding a bike once you learn you get better at it and you just get more confident at it and then it kind of is going to become second nature but I, on the tech side of it your video is such a headache oh yeah syncing up video and doing a bunch of shit especially like when you don't have a budget to just pay someone to do that stuff for you it, it gets right. to be kind of a headache so I do see why podcasters and different people just kind of wait to venture into that um, tell the people that may not know, or this may be the first time listening, the name of your podcast and and actually also give a brief like explain it to them, explain the I self reflect, explain the brand, just because right. I've always been a big fan of the brand. And if someone's listening, they might not know kind of what it is. Right. Yeah. So it started off with uh, self reflection tease, uh, which I rebranded to I self reflect. And it's pretty much the positive affirmations that are a mirror image on t-shirts for self-empowerment for the self. And so I rebranded the name, uh, besides just to be shorter, I wanted something people could say from the third person view 
So when I say it and you repeated it, you're also saying it for yourself, I self-reflect. And so I, besides creating the apparel company at iselfreflect.com, I also wanted a platform to, to be able to speak about self-reflection ideas, different perspectives, mindsets, and out-of-the-box thinking. And so this uh, new wave of platform that I've created with the video now, uh, which is on YouTube, Spotify, and, and all available channels, was to embody ideas and develop a community of like, hey, we're actually all mirror images of each other. So if we can expand on the same ideas and certain people might be struggling with or might need help with for positive self-growth, let's all mind jam as a community together and go from there. So I'll propose a question or a thought or an idea, and then uh, I'll list a couple of questions out and kind of just mind jam with the community. But first by speaking from my perspective, my life story, and letting people know where this came up with. And then also I invite people to uh, leave a comment and subscribe to really get involved in the community because I, I'm a firm believer, you know, we're all one. Uh, it's all love out here. We're all human beings on this planet. I'm not really sure what the fuck's going on. And I figure, hey, this might be a place where we can perhaps just get a little closer to figuring shit out together. Well, I think that's the... Um that's one of the dope things about like your brand and kind of what it represents is the I self reflect for me what I think mm -hmm. is so dope about it is just being able to be like hey I don't have all the answers but right. when I look into myself this is my experience right yeah I and you don't have to be I don't have to have all the answers you don't have to have all the answers the world does you don't have to have the answers we just have to be able to be like, okay, hey, let's ask these questions. Let's let's dive into ourselves a little bit. And mm -hmm. I, I really do. Now, back to your, uh, when you talked about the t-shirt brand at first, I remember when you first told, told me the idea and I just thought that shit was super dope. And oh, I'm yeah. glad that a couple years later, like this is still around. You know what I'm saying? Right. And Simply I have to give props because, to you like, just for me being a great friend, you know, pushing me to keep keep that around because it's definitely a passion project and it's definitely hundred percent. That's what it is. It's just it's gonna be here for life just because it's something I love to do and and hopefully once I get revenue start coming in, I, this is something I wanna share with the world and just start just giving away shit. Just just for the love of it, honestly. Like <laughs> fucking Yeah, man. I'm gonna make money it's elsewhere, a... but this is I just wanna share it with the world. It's a, I think this is really good just because, man, like, like I said before, knowing your journey, now that you're sharing more of like your experience and your journey, right? It, it you can know what a, you can know what a brand is and then you can see it, right? And mm -hmm. so, like, I've known what the brand is, and you've been doing this for a while. And I'm sure other people, too, other family members, friends, and just fans of the brands, customers and stuff, understood right. kind of what you were going for. But now that we can see you put this out there as yourself, it, it clicks differently, right? It's like, oh, yeah, no, like, we don't have to have all the answers. We just have to keep trying. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's it. And it's so, therapeutic, yeah, it's a great nonetheless, thing. honestly. It's it, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great journey for me and I think yeah. for thousands of people. So it's gonna be great. I, I completely agree. Um, so what we're gonna talk about today is it's the holidays. Um, 
happy holidays to everybody that celebrates whatever holiday it is that you celebrate i just hope your time is well uh i do know that i wanted to talk so about a year ago today we had a conversation about the holidays kind of sort of just being obligations and how they shouldn't be this way and kind of here's how you should approach these things at the holidays because it gets kind of tricky and interesting um Mm -hmm. now even more so it's tricky man because i think covid changed a bunch of stuff right because for the first time it was actually discouraged to get together with family right for like the holidays and so it was the first opportunity for some people to be like oh shit wait a minute i don't like going to see family right you know what i mean and so like now (laughs) exactly so now we're faced with the uh it's a new year and you know although covid is still running crazy right now Mm -hmm. a lot of people are vaccinated and like i don't think that covid excuse is gonna work this year big dog so it's like how do you manage these things and the thing i specifically want to talk about is I mentioned it on a morning edition probably about two weeks ago and I was like the holidays are a very tricky time because sometimes it's the first time that you're faced with adversity to your change like if you spent the year becoming a different person Mm. and now for the first time you're going to be around family that only knows the old you it's the first time this new you is challenged. And that's a tricky thing to navigate. And how do you navigate that, right? right. And so, like, think about that, Loriano. Like, you know what I'm like? It's Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, I get it. And it's like, you, you love your family, but, like, what's the polite way of just telling them, hey, dog, you don't really know me like that, and that's not me no more. I'm not okay with this, this or that anymore. You know what I'm saying? Without offending your family and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. it gets tricky. Um, Let's go into this. I want to ask you a question because, and then I will, I'll kind of go after you, but if you don't mind, talk about where you're at right now and your family dynamic and how it feels for you during the holidays. Like, because you have okay. space between you and your family, like actual distance. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. Do correct, you feel yeah. obligations? What do you feel? Talk about that for a minute. For sure. Like, so currently I'm out on the West Coast. You know, I have a lot of family in a lot of different states, but the majority is going to be uh, New York, Michigan, and in Indiana. And so when it comes to family obligations, and, and honestly, I've been out here in the West Coast away from uh, core family, so you can say, uh, since 2008. And, and I'm 34 right now, so it's been a lot of years to where uh, I've, I've never spent uh, what people would deem like the traditional holidays, uh, whether it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, etc. And so for myself, is uh, I just got built differently after over the years. And so honestly, I'm just I'm not very close to family anymore. You know, especially when you first move away, you'll, you'll start generating those phone calls back and forth, whether it's, you know, once a week, then once a month, then, hey, once every three months. But at this point in my life, it's, you know, I, I don't get calls anymore. You know, I might get, yeah. uh, oh, here's, uh, 
here's two hundred dollars or here, here's a text message or something like that so it's evolved as such over the years for myself so there's a big distance now, within that n- not to cut you off but like i'm just trying to figure out if you're as petty as me does the yeah. text make you feel good or piss you off hmm that's a great question it used to piss me off mm-hmm. and i don't want to say like now i'm like eh, whatever it can get i'll get i i think i'm at the age where i'm old enough to where it doesn't phase me nonetheless uh, either more because uh, there's uh, so much more to the story at least within my my head and my heart with it mm-hmm. um, so I'm like c'est la vie whatever makes you happy uh, lets you sleep at night it's fine uh, for myself it's a definitely a different story but I'm saying if you have time to text just give me a 20 second call and but those is it's hard to explain to people because they See, have a I think picture. you're right. For me, at this point, I don't mind text messages, right? Because I send text messages to check in on people. Mm-hmm. So let me clarify what my problem with this is. My problem isn't that you, it's the holidays and you sent a text message to say, Merry Christmas or Happy New Year or <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, something like that. My problem is, don't text me if you haven't texted me since the last holiday. Yep, I know that was gonna come up. Yeah, like, that's exactly for, it. I don't know why, bro. I don't know if I'm petty. I don't know what it is that bothers me. So, like, right. hey, if you're watching out there in the world, don't text me if it's been more than a year since you last texted me. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing: you don't have to do that. That's how I feel, and I know it's probably it could be selfish of me. I'm aware of that, but. Or just plain petty, like I said. Well, but fuck it. It's a, it right now at this nuts, point, dude. it's a public service announcement. And, you know. Yeah. And I don't mind that, like, there are people, like me and you, we talk on the phone as well. But there mm-hmm. are people and friends and family that we only ever text. That's fine with me because everybody's busy. But they continuously make the effort to kind of reach out even if it's not every day or every month it's every couple months or something are you good cool boom 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 yes text me on the holidays because i prefer a text message honestly but like yeah yeah i don't want you to feel obligated that you got to send me a merry christmas text or a happy birthday or any of that just because like how does that make you feel like if you only get that only on the holidays as a person like in your mind how does that make you feel at least in your past to where you've grown to this not pettiness just shit past new reality. Ass, nigga. right now <laughs> i'm just like yo listen Most right dude. now i'm like right. hey don't do it it's mm-hmm. cool no disrespect i get it i just wasn't waiting on your happy birthday text because a i'm grown b we're, we're not really friends like that and that's okay like mm-hmm. that's okay like i got baby mamas that i know when father's day comes around oh they hate it because they feel obligated to send that happy father's day text right and i can feel it through the text message them grinding mm-hmm. their teeth as they type happy father's day i, I think that's <laughs> it right when you feel that <laughs> yeah. disconnect especially in the beginning 
it it sucks it hurts and it feels awkward just like don't make this yeah. awkward for both of us either just don't yeah. do it or just do it more often but it's like i don't want to do something or be okay with something uh based on somebody else's feelings so yes. it's almost like i already got hurt years ago and realizing oh wow like either you forgot my age forgot it was my birthday like that shit went out of the window a long time ago and so at this yes. point in our lives we're trying to say to the whole fucking public it's like doesn't matter like just don't nah. do it <laughs> yeah yeah like, i'm with you there beyond hurt that shit just uh, solidified we've grown <laughs> we found love in other places <laughs> yeah so from from my own personal side of this i want to shift it just a little bit right and so there, as you become an adult and like you have children and things like this and you have your own family inside your household mm -hmm. <clears throat> there's a battle that happens between you and your customs or traditions and then your family's customs and traditions right so right. like I want to put the public service announcement out there to young families you have the right to do whatever it is that you want to do on holidays if you want to open all your gifts with your kids on christmas eve you can do that if you want to wait until christmas morning you can do that if you want to not go to the christmas party because y'all are just baking cookies at your house you can do that a lot of people feel obligated to have to go to this person's house and that person's house and that person's house what's really important is the traditions and the things that you do inside of your own home and when you're young that's very difficult like say you're 30 and you and your wife just you got your first kid right mm -hmm. and so it's like or you know the kids are five or six years old at this point so for 28 years you have been going to your mother's for christmas eve because they have a thing and that's everybody goes but like now you got a wife and a kid and y'all kind of just want to do your own thing right mm -hmm. your mother <laughs> is going to see this as a major betrayal right because that's the way that they are what i'm saying is stand firm in your hey i have to put my family first this is how we want to do things and then we'll adjust and come and do the things that maybe you need us to do or want us to do you know and that's okay because at at some point you have to take control of your happiness right right that's what and i was gonna if, say if yeah. getting Don't ready to go to 100% if getting ready to go to the mother-in-laws for this freaking party that we don't even want to go to that, that's a burden fam why are you doing that this is a happy time you shouldn't be doing anything during the holidays that you don't want to do because you feel obligated to I, I think I took a long way of getting to that point. You know what I mean? No, that's a, I totally knew what you were going to as well. And like, I already, I pictured it there from my past as well. But mm -hmm. it was like, yeah, if, if you feel like your family's fucking got some bad blood or like it's bad energy or just some shit always goes down. But it's not only just for you, especially if you have kids and if you have a new family, don't invite yeah. your kids into an environment that's just fucking toxic because uh, yes, your family needs to be there. Sometimes your kids don't need to see that shit. And now if it's a family dinner, if you want to be polite because it's a tradition, go there for the dinner and the little quick little thing and then just head the fuck out. You did yes. your piece and you got out. But if it's fucking crazy, but like we're not going to be able to make it this year. 
And it's just interesting how people might do stuff uh, based on family traditions and yeah. suck shit up and beat themselves up for the holidays <laughs> when this should be whatever, relaxing time, day off work, a holiday, whatever you might call this time. It should be enjoyable for yourself, at least, as everyday should. What do the holidays mean for you nowadays? Because like, oh, yeah. For me, they never mean what they're supposed to mean, right? Yeah. Thanksgiving for me is food. It's all you can eat. I ain't doing shit. I ain't going nowhere. I'm watching a bunch (laughs) of sports. Food, right? Right. Christmas to me. Yes. Christmas to me is all about the kids at this point. Right. All about the kids. I love seeing the kids and how excited they are. That's fun for me. I don't think about Jesus. I don't think about the rest of my family. I don't think about a lot of stuff. It's just like they mean different things to me now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them don't mean anything to me at this point. Just to be honest with you. What about for you? Like as you've become an adult, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. do you do you have a Christmas tree up in your house right now? No, I don't have any Christmas lights, Christmas trees, nothing. Yeah. I didn't think so. I had to ask them. Yeah, but it's been like that for years. And like I might be mm-hmm. surrounded around people over the years that who've wanted it, and I'm like, go ahead and do you. Like, I don't give a fuck what you need to do. You know, light some candles pray whatever you whatever tradition is fine but yeah for holidays for myself uh i pretty much have no traditional tradition that most people do but Mm -hmm. for myself uh which i was going to talk on the the podcast later on but i'll talk about it here i actually do my own ritual and this definitely stemmed from uh early years of being disconnected with the family so much because for me as a little boy it hurt me so much that disconnect because all I wanted was uh, to feel some extra love and to feel special part of a snowball family like this tight knit thing and uh, let me give an example of that after I tell you about my ritual and so from there like honestly I'll buy a six pack of beer and uh, I'll buy two blunts and when Redbox was popping off before all this online Netflix and stuff I was was over to rent uh, two movies and then I would take a bubble bath so I turned holidays into like this ultimate self-care day. Uh, what I wanted, when I wanted. Although, you know, drinking and smoking is definitely not ideal for your mind and your body and your spirit. But for me, it was definitely a way to escape the tradition of, hey, you're supposed to be this way. And so what I did, I'd hit the red button and I was like, well, I'm a rebel. And as a 20 year old kid, this is what I'm going to do every single holiday. What do you think that's rooted in, though? You think that comes from... So, okay. Were you confused... So, when I said going to your family stuff, like, you were adopted, right? Yeah, I was adopted at the age of eight. Yeah. So, did these... Did family-style holidays ever bring up any kind of confusion or questions for you? Like, when you were a kid, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so I got adopted by a white German family, which... retrospect it's fine but they actually had they were the family family people um and so they had their own extended families and they had their own traditions every single year that they did uh, as a family and so because i remember the first day i actually got adopted and we were driving out to our new home so to say and it was the first time i saw like the whole uh, like a real neighborhood with white puffy snow on the ground you open the door there's the crackling fireplace there's a christmas tree it's the first time i ever saw that when i was eight years old 
And so then I knew I was into a different lifestyle, but I still felt not a disconnect. I mean, being eight years old at that time, you don't know what to think. And so I, I think I needed that to be nurtured a little more. But let me yeah. give you a good example to uh, as the years got older, this extended. So with uh, my adopted family, which, you know, my godparents, uh, they yeah. have their own tight knit family. And so every every holiday, let's say every Christmas, they'll meet out in the Albany, Oregon, and they'll all travel and they'll meet with their tight knit family. They'll all like they'll make the same shirts or same sweaters or have a theme to it or something like that. And they, you know, that I had to get used to because we always got yeah. forced to go to those things because now we were part of the family, right? Mm -hmm. But I must tell you, and I, I've, I've mentioned this to my godparents as well, even during those times, you know, uh, I, I don't know what took place, whether it was myself being a, a full-blooded Puerto Rican tan. And, you know, other people are like, not white, white, but I, I felt odd. I felt like the oddball out. And, yeah. but my sister felt as well too. And, you know, she's white skinned and not saying skin's color had anything to do with it. It was more of a, yeah. a, a background or a feeling or a connection with all the other people. You know, they treated us well, but it was, for some reason I felt awkward. I felt different and out of place. And these were the moments I tell my godparents that I did. But it wasn't reciprocated in the way of nurture and care, but like, oh, well, let me listen to you and how can I redirect this? It was more of like a, they yeah. scuffed it off and be like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, you're tripping out. Just fucking go play in the yard and have some eggnog. So you want to know something not to shoot them any bell or anything. So let me something I've learned about white people probably within the last five or six years, not even that long, actually. In the last couple of years, this is what I've learned about some white people. Okay. They, the dismissal of race issues and like deeply rooted race feelings right. is the easiest thing for them to do because they literally have no idea what that could possibly feel like. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, and that so makes like perfect sense. I have talked to, not that that's what they were doing. I don't really know that situation, but like, I know that I have talked right. to people recently like during covid when we had the race riots and a bunch of other stuff that happened right yeah and i've had white people that have only ever been fucking great to me bro ask me serious yeah. questions like hey like you really get nervous like when the police pull you over like what do you mean like i don't understand and right. it's a genuine like i've never thought about having to deal with anything like that so that mm -hmm. feeling that everyone's being nice to you, but you just feel different because you know you're darker, right. they're never gonna understand that. But me as a black person fully understands that. So I walk in the room and if I don't know you and they're all white, I'm gonna find you because mm -hmm. we have this thing that feels the same. Kind of like how we met in right. high school, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Walked yeah. in and there was a bunch of white people in you. In Indiana. And I was like, Midwest. okay. Yeah. A bunch of white people in you And I was like yeah I don't really know about them I fucks with him though Because like I don't know if he's Puerto Rican Or what but he's brown so like It right. just feels safer over here you know what I mean And so I yeah. think it's uh, Not to get off on a race thing But that's kind of where you took me with that story I didn't no, mean yeah, to cut you I probably it, Fucking but, completely derailed you 
but that's an interesting perspective you know and i actually didn't mm-hmm. quite realize that because you know you know i truly believe we're all in this together and but i'm saying from a, a family point of view and from what i mm-hmm. felt as a little child i felt displaced and i reached out trying to ex- express my feelings of discomfort and out of place and i didn't know how to pinpoint it and i was like where is this coming from and then by reaching out i, I didn't get any uh like I didn't get that one liner perhaps I needed like uh yeah like the the answer or something that made me feel comfortable or something like that and and ever since then imagine had you said that at one time like Mm -hmm. hey I don't feel in place and Andy would have just been like hey me too like that I, that would have made me feel at home <laughs> honestly right. I, 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 just think about you. how those words would have been like if he'd have been like hey yeah me too yeah you, know, you don't really know thing? what that means <laughs> but yeah. like it feels good right it felt good. even if he was lying and if he just did it yes. for me i would have been like yes. and then he just says like this or something i'm like i'm like ah. and one okay. thing I, I don't know what this means but yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. and that type mm-hmm. of level of like philosophy psychology into a little boy's mind uh pays dividends in the long run and i as, as far as i recall in my brain i never got any of that and they might scuff at this but fuck it's my truth and it was yeah. one thing yeah and one thing was like in my mind thinking over the years and it was like never holding grudges i was like well especially after talking to you about family we realized we can come to peace at terms and we're like it's okay to not be as close with his family just because they're deemed family it's okay to like hey thank you for doing Absolutely. your part and it's okay to go our separate ways but one thing that always stuck in my mind that i wish uh, i think i did mention on a, a recent trip i took a couple months ago to one person and it was it was like man you know what even though we were adopted and like and we were your children it had been so nice to encompass our little family group to make us feel important and special as a, a little collective unit as a whole as yes. what i would think everyone does at least when you have your own children is to do something special for us not just have our own christmas which we have had in the past but it's like Mm -hmm. so we they do this family gift exchange right and it's every year they draw names out of the hat and their whole collective family and they include us and so every year i get a text message hey you got so and so and that's it and they say the rules are like a gift up to 25 bucks you'll send it close to christmas time and somebody to open it and they got this family exchange gift yeah. i'm not even that close to family dog and so it's like especially yeah, after yeah, all yeah. these years i've tried to mention like please stop including me in this because you know i have love for everyone but i'm so disconnected it doesn't make sense to get a gift when everybody posts it on a private group and say this is what i want it's not even mm-hmm. special to me but now if that core family uh that i was already adopted and built into if they were like hey just us five let's just do a gift thing with us i'm like ah that include that i'd feel more included there and more special in a loving way to do that no text yeah. message needed <laughs> yeah so for me i just feel like everything that i do i want it Mm -hmm. to be out of love or not at all so like right this what you're explaining sounds like obligation and if it feels like obligation i don't want to be a part of it 
and I don't Bro, want do you them get text messages from any of your 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 family members exes just was, no, just of, 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 of saying like hey uh, the remembrance hey I love you just wanted you to know, know that you ever get those messages never never yeah. never well I get them but when I get them and they're always sporadic and I can I can yeah. feel the sense of saying hey somebody's feeling bad about not reaching mm -hmm. out either a long time ago or frequently so they're gonna text me they love me and I've I think I did once but usually I just don't respond because I don't know how to. But my response yes. is, I don't know what love means anymore. It's like, tell me what that means from you to me. And mm -hmm. they might say it's unconditional or this, that. And I'm like, well, whatever your reason is, I don't feel it. Yeah. And I and so there's just a huge disconnect. And it's just interesting. Even unconditional, it starts to rub me the wrong way. Bro, and that isn't that like a safe word these days, isn't it? Oh man, because it, it's like, no, it's not unconditional. Because like, there's conditions to this shit. <laughs> like, no, think of, bro, yeah. fuck that shit. Like, there's con the there's conditions yeah. to this yeah. shit because like, you don't have to continue to love someone that doesn't love you back. You don't have to continue to love someone that mistreats you doesn't appreciate you doesn't respect you or right. doesn't understand how to process your level of love you mm -hmm. can't do that this shit ain't unconditional you gonna have to work just as hard as i do like again another derailment but that shit bothers me no. yeah when i hear sense. unconditional because i'm like what exactly does that mean mm -hmm. unconditional meaning i can do anything and you still got me because that's kind of crazy yeah, because I've done a lot of crazy shit, and uh, a lot of people haven't gotten me in the past when I've done they, crazy you, shit. They ain't got me yet, so I don't. It yeah, no, I don't. I don't know. But you made a great means. point a long time ago uh, when we used to talk about this, uh, where it's like when somebody's doing their part for you, and then when that part's done, and you move on. It's almost like uh, breaking bread towards the end or something like that. For myself, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what it felt like where it was just like break brand wash the hands and now we're in this mm -hmm. awkward stage of like well let me send the occasional two hundred dollars uh every christmas and um or the random text message to remind you that i love you but i'm like yeah. it was, it was, i don't know what to think of it but i'm sure there's a lot yeah. of people out there that have to deal with this situations as well but i'm sure everybody in some form but it's almost like to yeah, we mm -hmm. got to the age where we realized you don't have to keep dealing with it. So if you get invited yes. to these parties or the family gatherings, it's okay to say no. It's just not my cup of tea. This is not for Bro, me. Stay safe. You Talk don't to have to do anything that you don't want to do. Like you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Period. Like right. and what age did you knew that? Like when you came up on that? Um Honest, like honest, I'm being honest, 18? honest. Nah, for me, it was much, much later. I was probably 28 yeah. or 29. Mm -hmm. And I learned that from a, it was more of a relationship situation than like okay. family. Like it was more in that realm of, okay, if I'm not happy, why do I have to do these things? And it's like in the relationship, she was like, 
well you got to do these these and that because like we have to go here we have to do this and you have to you're my boyfriend you have to do this and i'm like wait 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 wait. i don't have to do anything i don't want to do now there are things that i want to do for you because i love you that's where my obligation stops i don't have to show up at your mama's house Mm. you see what i'm saying like that don't got nothing to do with me your mom's is cool but like i'm not in a relationship with her i'm in a relationship with you (laughs) right so like (laughs) i don't have to do anything and that's kind of where it started for me and i had a relationship end because of kind of that stuff right there and so once i was by myself i got to kind of explore that more and then like it led me to my form of thinking of i feel like i can do anything because I mastered the idea that I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. Right. Sometimes it's very difficult. That's a very, it sounds like a simple statement, but sometimes it's difficult and it has consequences. And you have to ask, am I willing to pay the price to do what the fuck I want to do when I want to do it and not do stuff I don't want to do? And sometimes that price is money. Sometimes, a lot of times, that price is relationships, friendships, and how you're dealing with family and perceptions of you. Mm-hmm. But if it's the most important thing, it's the most important thing. Because it's also what gave me everything I need to feel like I can come up from anything. Because I'm only four years removed from being homeless in this very city that I'm living in now. Mm-hmm. Working at a Urban Outfitters at a mall just down the street from where I live now and sleeping in the top of the parking garage in my car. That was four years ago. Yeah. yeah. It's not that long ago. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And I did that because I said, I'm going to start making decisions that I want to do. And so far it's worked out pretty well. And during that time, I've been called crazy, lazy, psychotic, selfish, what are you doing? You're a fucking idiot. You're going to mess this money up. How are you going to work for yourself? How are you going to pay your bills? You need to get just a get a job. job. <laughs> Bro, it's been everything. And yeah. I've been like, okay, cool. I'll eat that. I'll be crazy, nigga, if that's what y'all need me to be. Because one day soon, it's going to start to be like, oh, and they're going to have to be like, that's what he was doing. I see the vision now. Mm-hmm. And you're not so crazy no more. You know what I'm saying? You know what? Because I but think that takes be a lot price. more effort and work on somebody else's part if they really love mm-hmm. you like that. But they really have to go into your world and really know who you are, rather than the perception of who you are, especially being some fucking eight to fifteen year old kid or some shit. And they're like, "Oh, aren't you still the same person?" It's like, right, bitch, oh, no. mid thirties. Like, you know how much has changed? <laughs> that was a half a lifetime ago, literally. Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's it's, it's a fucking trip, and so yeah, like, man, I, I completely understand that shit. Like, it was uh, where I was leading to with that too, with the uh, doing what what I want. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's empowerment, right? right? To know that if you want to change, you can do it whenever. And so I tried it and I did it, and so now for me, it's like. When I decide I want to do something, who's going to stop me? I was sleeping outside. Yeah. I'm not sleeping outside. I'm not rich, but I got more than I need. Right. I'm comfortable. I'm happy. 
I've got about 10 people right now that live not off of me, but like I'm responsible for them and they know I got them. Right, right. I'm all right. So anything I decide I want to do, I can do it. Um, now, you had an interesting conversation on your podcast, uh, kind of kind of the last two episodes, but the really, really great one was this last one that you did. Again, I told mm-hmm. you I rewound and watched a couple different times. And yeah, it was about us using the new year to start something new or to change something about us. Um, oh, fuck. Yeah. Man. Why we wait to the new year? Should we kind of go into that a little bit and, and explain kind of basically what you were talking about on there? Yeah, definitely. So this goes back to what we were talking about just now. It's like our weird relationship with holidays, right? We have yeah. this weird relationship with it. And it's like whether we have something to do, these are the formats we have to live by. And whether it, it brings us anxiety or a new way of thinking or just the norm some shit but this new year trip is you know i proposed the question why do we start things on new year's uh for resolutions or to embark change why doesn't happen they'll say december 1st or and it goes back to like when people are like no i'm gonna start this new workout routine or this new diet on monday as opposed to Mm -hmm. wednesday so it's just interesting with the psychology that we've built into our, our brains to be wired like that but when you do it like that, let's say, hey, like, especially with New Year's, if you set it like that and you miss those dates, you're just setting yourself for failure. And then you're like, fuck it. I guess I have to wait till next New Year's to start this shit. Yeah. And your brain actually will remember that. And you will try to start next year because you're going to start the most likely after Christmas or some shit like that. And so this is we live in a vicious cycle. And I propose the question of why do we do that? And... That's crazy. Yeah, the the why is um, I don't fucking know. That's it's a, that's a deep psychology thing that goes right. beyond my knowledge of psychology. But on its on its most basic level, it's a. Uh, I think we as people need shot clocks and scoreboards, right? It makes things easier to understand. So imagine if you were to go to a basketball game right. that was just two hours long. There's no scoreboard. It's just, you know, it starts at six and it ends at eight. And at the end of that two hours, they were to ask you who won. Mm -hmm. What's the score? You're like, I I don't know. I mean, it it looked like that team was way. We like to have definite things, right? Right. This is the time left in the quarter. This is the score. This is that. I think it it could have something. Like you said, we're wired this way, right? And I do know that. I've done it a million times. Oh, same here. Yeah. Ah, I can't start a diet on a Wednesday. Like, yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? We, I'm like, doesn't feel right a to start on Sunday. <laughs> right. And it's like, I've, I'm leaning toward more towards kind of where you're at with it. With um, It just puts us in this loop. Yeah. And it always gives us an out, right? It always, always. gives us an excuse built into your pocket of, if you started on Monday or on New Year's, ah, shit. Okay, I'll just wait back to next Monday and reset. <laughs> yeah, you've always got that in your pocket, and you know that subconsciously. So it's like ah, I'm good. Yeah, no, I'll go ahead and smash these tacos out, right? Because right. yeah, it's Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday. We'll get back on it next Monday, or anything. And it's like a, 
the willpower it would have to take to start something on January 1st and still be doing that shit on December 31st is wild. Yeah, that's it. That's like, our, that would be next level. Bro, our time management's so all skewed and fucked up, you know? Yeah. Uh, we, we don't know how to uh, dictate time for ourselves anymore because time is, besides being an illusion, it's like, remember the quote, um, what oh do say? Cat Williams, right? Do you remember the quote he said about that? It was like, we don't have the whole, this illusionary 24 hours of the day, you know? Because most people mm -hmm. are working for eight to nine hours a day, and then you probably sleeping for eight, nine hours a day. What are you That's left 16 with? hours right there. Yeah. And so it's You're left like, with maybe eight. Yeah, exactly. If that. And yeah. so after the... If, and then if you're not if you're not focusing time management within just an eight hour period of hard dedication work or at least for your own growth or your own passion or love fill yeah. in the fucking blank time will pass by quick and then people are like man it's like it's it's friday already i thought it was fucking monday and that's how mm -hmm. it works you know and so I think we have to view time differently because I, I get stuck in the same fault as well where I'm like, where did the time go? And it's only a self-reflection period to where I'm like, once someone says that, that's just says, I'm not, I'm, I'm bad at time management. I'm using my time poorly because I forgot what day or time it was, unless I'm hard at work, unless you just really get some shit done. But it just doesn't seem to be the case with the majority of people. And I think we're just stuck in this vicious cycle the high majority of people i'm gonna suggest right. a book to, for people that's like really fucking dope and it's it's made me think about this stuff differently right mm -hmm. um it's called atomic habits i'm sure nice. you've heard of it right yeah yeah it's that's like you've got a million fucking books so you probably got <laughs> that shit somewhere over there but like I don't, but go ahead and suggest that the idea of atomic habits is you can do Focus on being 1% better because 1% better. And in the book, it's great because it gives all of these great fucking references to like sports teams too, to make it super easy on like how a sports team, they went through the analytics, right? And like, they were like, hey, the goal shouldn't be make the playoffs. The goal should be figure out where we were this year. And what if we get 1% better at speed? 1% better at power, 1% better at this. And the compounding of those 1% betters makes you just so much more better. And I think that would be a better way to look at change as humans, right? So like it takes the pressure of the day of the week or the time of year out of it. Right. Every day I want to wake up and get 1% better because that 1% is just going to continue to compound over time. And you're going to look up and it's going to be like, holy shit, it's been 20 days in and I'm 20% better. Think about that. Oh, yeah. That's a win every single day. It's a, it, it's Atomic Habits. It's a great book. I think everyone should read it. If you're like me, then you, the reading is a difficult thing. Um, audio audible. books are amazing. Yeah. Yes, it's on Audible. Um, I, I listen to it on Audible. I'm going to give it another run through here soon just because there are some great, great, great stuff in there. And then I found a YouTube page that like breaks down these books really cool with animations. Um, I'm going nice. to see if I can find a link. I'll link that because it's it's so good. But yeah, um, I just think, yeah, I think that's a that's a better approach to it because I think it's safe to say the New Year's resolutions don't work. 
right? It has like a 99% fail rate. Hey, don't work, dog. It's an illusion. It's not real. And, you know, if I want to take you where I need to take you, I'll just tell you that maybe time is an illusion. Maybe it also isn't real. Is this why people always say just live in the now? Because it kind of yeah. that's kind of like the macro version of what you stated in that book. That's like the hey, that's what stuff. I used to tell. That's what I used to tell the girls. What's that? Living the now? Hey, no, just don't worry about that. I don't want you to think. I don't want you to think of me like if what if I just let you do this the first night? What would you? No, no, no. Think about that. Just live in the right now. Live that in was the my now. Go-to, <laughs> no, that shit was my go-to, bro. <laughs> I don't really think about stuff like that. I just live right now. Let's just, we got this moment right here, right now. All right. Eight <laughs> kids later. <laughs> Bingo. But hey, my data says it works. My right. data says this is <laughs> yeah. a successful method, okay? Fuck. You're right. <laughs> but you're probably going to say some, you know, enlightening shit. Please get back to that. No, I, I just, when you suggested the book, it made me, it made me think of this this one book that i read it's brilliant it's called the power of habit why we do what we do in life and in business by charles duhigg and so this is definitely going to be mirror image because it's not one of my t-shirts uh so fucking just look that up the power of habit but this is what the cover looks like and it's fucking brilliant it, it mm-hmm. it's going to change a lot of you motherfuckers lives and it's it's a, it's a step just go from there and yeah. give yourself a, a a Christmas present or a fucking New Year's resolution present. Remind me if I don't automatically do it. Remind me to link that book in the show notes as well, because okay, I want to leave people with some resources today. This is this is gonna be good. Oh, another good resource you can have. Mm-hmm. Talked about it for about two weeks now. Really good, really good book. Um, I'm not gonna link to it because I don't get paid for that. But y'all can find it. Y'all know where y'all can find it at because he's pretty popular. I heard this Will Smith book is good. So um, if you're looking to make some changes, there are some great, great stories in there that teach you some great lessons about maybe how you're approaching doing some of these things that you're wanting to do as well. Nice. Actually, I just downloaded the audiobook version. I'm I'm really excited to fucking read that as well because I've heard mixed reviews, but after talking to you about it, I... I'm fucking jacked up. I, it's gonna be brilliant, yeah. especially from his perspective and him being sincere and keeping it real. I, I mm-hmm. think it's gonna be magical, just from a, a life point of view, from his, from somebody's own autobiography. I got a question for you. How um, are there any things that? Because whether you believe in the New Year's resolution thing or not, yeah, the climate forces you to think about things around this time of year. Mm-hmm. that like hey i want to be better at this whether right. it's i'm going to start on new year's i'm going to start right now yeah, yeah are there some things that like you want to be better at going forward and do so, you have a personal plan right now of like okay this is what i want to do and i'm going to try this to get there so it's yes and no because so for like the long term a vision i do whether that involves uh money business relationships uh my own personal growth um you know because I, I still smoke cigarettes and i still have a beard occasionally and so i i know these things are like toxic to my body but um the way i want to answer this to kind of uh flip flop or go to this is 
this whole news resolution shit and because we've talked every new year's and we've like yo dog this is our year this is it right and for some reason yeah we don't have 15 years that we've been saying this yes exactly facts and for some reason it's tapered off so it's if we've gotten to look at ourselves we're like yo where where did i go wrong or where did i stop the wheels on the bus from keep going and and at least for me, uh, I've had to like really look at the mirror and I've really fucking look at the mirror. I got a big ass fucking mirror right here. I've really stared at him like, what are you doing? What do you want to do? And and I've come to the solution where I've talked to you about we're like, damn, dog, like, am I scared of success? Like, I want to mm-hmm. be financially free, but am I scared to get to that point in that vision in my life? And so all these little stepping stones to get me there, because I can see doors opening up when I do certain things. Sometimes I'm just like, "Mm, let me just, I'm not ready for that. And so I'm not sure if things come to you when you're ready, because I think they do. But at the same time, when I'm ready, there's something in me that's just not ready yet. And it it, it stops me. And so it's a catch 22 statement, honestly, because I, I have all these things lined up. I think just like the majority of the populace, but then something stops us from there. And so that's something yeah. that uh, we have to deep dive into and really figure out because it's a trip. Because even if somebody hand me a million dollars, I'm not going to be scared to fucking take it. I'm like, well, thank you very much. All my dreams have come true. I, I know what to do with this money and break it off into investments and make sure. I'm You're not going to never... sleep that night, though. Oh, no, definitely not. No, I'm going to yeah. take the longest walk of my life. And I'm yeah. really going to talk to myself like in everything. I'm talking about the trees. It God, sounds whatever. crazy. But if someone were to give you a million dollars, you think you felt anxiety before? Oh. The anxiety you're going to feel once you get that million dollars, I already know. I'd be scared to to buy a cup of coffee because I would not have a million anymore. I would have less. So that's that's something Dame Dash said once. They were talking to Dame Dash that started Rockefeller, right? And he was like, they were they were like, you're a millionaire. And he was like, what does that mean? And they were like, like you're a millionaire. He's like, no, 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 no. What does it mean? And the dude looks at him like, what are you? What is he talking about? Dame was like, here's the thing about being a millionaire. If you go buy a piece of gum, you're not a millionaire anymore. <laughs> and Yo, the dude I just hit it. <laughs> it's like the guy's like mm-hmm. um okay so how did you meet Jay-Z? <laughs> Bro, like it you was just, you just hit it the nail on the head cuz it's like yeah. perhaps the whole fear of success is just to lose what you've gained. You know what I mean? Yes. Whether that it's might be worse. I think that's worse. So it's like, yo, if I can yes. stop myself from even getting there, I'll never lose it and always be in this comfortable <laughs> bubble of always trying. So I'll get a couple steps up and be like, oh, you're a little too far. Boom. Before somebody Man. takes it away, before you lose it, you make stupid business decisions, which I have in the past. Absolutely. Damn, that's some facts right there, man. You know? Man, listen, the, the thing that the thing that I've been I've been contemplating here recently. So somebody really close to me. Um, last Monday, the the person that she looks up to as a mother figure uh-huh. lost her son to cancer. Right, her right. son was right at her age and my age as well, and like right. that really hit her hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then just this past Monday, so seven days after that, she gets a call in the middle of the night from her mother that her stepfather passed away unexpectedly too. Jesus, right? 
yeah it's, it's a wild situation right it's a lot and yeah. it's just gotten me thinking about and it, it had her thinking at first too because last week she said something to me and i don't know if she understood the the magnitude of what she said and she was like she was very upset and she was crying and i was like are you why are you crying because so i have this weird thing with death that i won't go into on this episode but like my level of i don't get overly Tell sad it. when people die yeah, yeah. so she was like i was like but why are you crying he's been sick he's been suffering he's not suffering anymore i'm very happy for him right and she's like it's not really that she was like he's our age and it was the first time mm. she thought about her own mortality right right and i noticed it in her and i was like oh you're afraid to die now and i don't think she'd ever thought about that before and it's like, hmm, that's very interesting, right? And so it made me start. I've thought about this stuff before, right? Like, you know, yeah. my own mortality and stuff. But it, it, it was a good reminder for me that, like, like I said before, I don't have a lot, but I've definitely got more than I need, right. especially when it comes to, like, resources, creative abilities, and outlets to get out what I want to get out. And it's the thing I need to focus on is two things being way more grateful and aware of my position that I'm in. Right. And then utilizing the resources and tools that I have now to the max. Like yeah. I have the equipment, I have the setup, I have the room, I have the time, I have the this, I have the that, I have free time, I have you know, some money coming in. And then if nothing else fails, I know how to turn $1 into $2. I've got everything I need to do exactly what I want to do. But there's times where I find myself saying, Ooh, I can't wait to get that. Ooh, if I get that, I can't, I need that. Well, I need that. And I don't need nothing. Mm-hmm. Everything that I have right now can get me to where I need to be. I just have to focus on maximizing the resources that I have now. And that is when I think everything else will come because you have to be able to master the level you're on before you can go to the next level. Yeah. Facts. You can't buy your way to the next level. It just doesn't work that way. You know what I mean? And I've lost sight of that. And so like this past week has really got me thinking about like, damn, I got everything I could ask for. Right. What am I going to do with this? Yeah. What are we going to do with it? And and so there's no real resolution. It's just a, I got to have this change of mindset. Because mm-hmm. I think I was having a loser's mindset by saying, oh, I can't do it because I don't have this camera or I don't have this microphone or I don't have this, you know, studio yeah. set up. All of that shit, man. Like, it's like, no, 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 no. Flip that. Oh, shit. I got this phone that works with this camera. that works with this mic. I got then I got my homies that share a vision and he understands the vision. Some people don't have that. We can roll through this thing together, you know what I'm saying? And it's like just right. being appreciative of that and getting the most out of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a yeah. big perspective right there. Especially like for someone who's especially scared of success and you realize when uh you only especially around that age with all this crazy shit in the world or just happenstance, your shit ends early. You you're afraid for no reason. Yep. You know what I mean? It's one of those things you have to eventually 
or at least microly keep going up those steps and just keep going. And you know yeah. what I mean? It's a, it's a humbling experience, man. And we have to just be grateful that we're just here to experience all this shit because there's so much we can do and, and everything's possible. And it's beautiful. Yeah. And so we have to dig deep inside ourselves and, and feel like, what is the scare tactic that we're embodying ourselves with? And then we have to just pull it out and look it in the face and say, fuck you and keep going. And I, I think the that. persistence and focus will, will get us there. So it's going to work out. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So, I mean, just to tie a knot on this thing, like when it comes to the holidays, my only advice to you is to don't do anything that you don't want to do. And again, I know it sounds simple and I know it sounds elementary, but you got to master that stuff first. Master the elementary, the basics of, hey, I do what I need to do. I do what I want to do. Be grateful for what you got and make sure that you're maximizing the level that you're on now. And then you will automatically advance to the next level. Loreano, any words you want to leave them with? it about it being about a boom i was gonna say the same thing i tell all my friends and my close peoples know what you want and know what you don't want and that's the only two things that really matter because when you can stem from a place like that then it just spreads but yeah you know nonetheless happy holidays and enjoy whatever the fuck you're gonna do facts whether that's for yourself your family fucking sit in a tub (laughs) sipping on a brew whatever it is it's for you so just take tell time. them where they can enter tell them where they can enjoy their uh your content at definitely if you want to catch me that's going to be the i self-reflect podcast on youtube spotify or apple music or if you want to uh catch me at uh, www.iselfreflect.com i run the site by myself i have no employees i'm just kind of juggling a lot of uh, things with myself so feel free to shoot me an email there or if you just want to hit up on my personal shit it's uh on instagram it's 11 loriano 11 and fucking reach out i'm a cool ass dude whether you fucking feel anxious lonely i'm the type of person dude that'll just fucking listen to you and just talk shit so blessings all right you guys know you guys know where you can find this show at um apple podcast spotify on spotify i need you guys to do me a favor though um if you're listening to this on spotify and even if you're not i need you to go to spotify find cloud conversations and give it a five-star rating because they have a rating system on a five-star rating. My man, Bamani Jones, always says, I'm asking you to give me a five-star rating. If you give me four stars, I'm inclined to believe that you are a hater. So I'm going to borrow yeah. that for this episode. <laughs> give us a five-star rating because that helps tell these big-time tech companies that this is content that you would like. If you're watching on YouTube, I need you to like this video, comment, and holla at us, and let's have conversations in the comments. Also, subscribe to the page. There's going to be plenty, plenty more to come, especially with both of us. Head over to his YouTube, head over to his um, Spotify pages for his I Self Reflect podcast and do the same thing. Happy holidays. And um, yeah, I think we're good here. Peace. That's good. Peace.